What's up, man? Not much, man. Feels like it's been forever. Yeah, because it kind of has been forever for a week. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I had to miss last week, unfortunately. No, it's um, okay, dude. It was a, uh, it was good. It was a good episode. We, you know, we did good. Uh, Jordan, I think is going to happen uh, in a little bit here. I think he was out of town a little bit earlier. Um, might be on a little bit late, so we'll see. Then again, you said the same thing last time, so you know. I, yeah. <laughs> Although this was probably the first Memorial Day that I, I think in a long time that we didn't actually like do a cookout or something. I spent all day brewing and doing chores, and so this is nice to be able to chill out, and have a beer. Yeah, nice man. What speaking of what? What you got? I just poured a Holmes Hitatsu, which Sweet. you can't see because the can is awful shiny. But Hitatsu is a... Hitatsu is a rice, a Japanese rice lager. Again, made by Holmes. Um, it's just super... I'm, I'm kind of sticking with that. Um, really into lagers right now. Super light, super crisp, crushable beers. So uh, we've... I think we've been to homes like twice, no, once in the last month. I've been yeah. a couple of times. Okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were with me once and um, drank this there. It was really good. Picked up some. So super, super excited to be drinking it tonight. I'm excited. Cheers, Ryan. It's uh, good to see you on, man. Hope you're having a good Memorial Day too. Yeah, no agenda tonight. I, uh, I think we just kind of wanted to get on and and wrap up the uh, I don't know the weekend with kind of a, a chill stream. Hell yeah, I've been like you said doing chores and working outside, and now it's time to chill and have a beer. So what are you drinking? Um, so I figured since uh, uh sorry about my clacking the uh. Since we just had a few uh, episodes about Big Brew Day, uh, figured it was only right that I uh, drink one of the Big Brew Day's beer, Big Brew Day beers that we made. This is the uh, the Oktoberfest that we actually just did uh, last weekend. Um, oh. I I let it rip at a uh, at sixty six with uh, thirty four seventy, um, and I mean it's been a, it was at Final Gravity for like three days, and so I cold crashed it and kegged it. And uh, for being, uh, what, a nine-day lager now, God, it's really good. I, I think that – I can't wait for you to try it. I think that that last hop edition that we missed uh, would have done good. It's a little malty. Um, but it's still really good. Uh, it's not fully carbonated yet. I think once, uh, once it's fully carbonated, that might cut that a little bit too. And it might actually just – kick up the carbonation a little bit over what it might normally be at just to try to offset that. Um, that so hop edition. Are you, are you going to be okay with calling it an Oktoberfest now? I know you were going back and forth. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I think uh, we'll have to have a couple of people try it and, and see what happens. Um, yeah. It's still good. I mean, it's a beer. It's going to be a good beer. I'm excited for it. That was a fun day. Uh, I'll uh, bottle up a couple six packs for you and Brandon once it's probably more, uh, I don't know, bottle ready. Give it another week or something in the keg. Right now. <laughs> uh, just got confirmation. Sounds like Jordan is going to be on. So 
Yeah, I was just looking at his text, so he'll be popping in. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Uh, we'll say it in chat and uh, on air, but once everybody uh, in chat drinking. And because it's a, a chill night or whatever, if anybody is like, oh, man, I feel like, you know, being on air and having my face all over the internet uh hit us up come drink with us or whatever yeah it's fine man so yeah uh i hear you you brewed i did uh, again recently right so i finally i did i actually gotta go mark it off on my board um you know it, it, it's the the light american lager recipe that you gave me um and and actually you bought all the shit for me uh, and, uh <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, all you didn't do is like basically stir it and, uh, uh, you know, next time pitch for me. So, but thank you. Um, no, it was it was super crazy today. Like uh, my first ever extract beer, and it was so lazy. Um, Did you go first right into all grain? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my okay. very first very first beer was all grain. I've never done extract beer. Um, so this was a, a recipe you found, right? That was a gold medal national winner. Yeah, NHC. Yeah, yeah, the NHC gold medal uh, American light lager recipe, or it might might have been American lager. I'm not sure, but. And so you know, it's, it's funny because you know somebody won a gold medal with this extract recipe, which is basically two pounds of rice solid or rice sugar solid syrup solids. Yeah. I get that messed up. And then um, three pounds of light DME and then a very small hop addition and some lager yeast. I mean, the simplest damn recipe in the world. I've never, I've never done an extract before. Basically, you know, stir it up, boil it and you're done. It was, it just felt wrong. Did you do a full, <laughs> a full 60 minute boil? I did. Did you, when you did yours? I, my notes say I did. Uh, part of me, wonders if that's true or not but I'm, I'm pretty sure i did um maybe i don't know like after 30 minutes how much you know how much more alpha acids are you actually getting out of the hops and it's a really late addition anyway so right if I, I mean I, you i used a um american noble uh floral laurel sorry laurel um, which alpha acid on those was like 1.9%. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you know, so you're right. Yeah, there's, there's the, whatever was converted was probably done in the first few minutes and then it was over. Um, but no, it was, I mean, it was fun. Uh, it was, it was fun. I was able to actually do some other house chores and, and shit while it was going. It was very, very easy, very short brew day, less than two hours. Uh, start to finish, um, playing with my new tilt hydrometer. I know you got one for your birthday a few weeks ago yeah. and uh, made me want to buy one. So, Oh, you actually have it? I know you said you ordered one. I didn't realize you had it yet. You no, know, I, I actually bought it like a week ago. <laughs> oh, sweet. This is just the first time you've used it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's cool. I'm super impressed with it. I know, I know it's, you know, it sucks that you've got to have a, a Bluetooth device like in range with it all the time if you wanted to do the logging. But I mean, I thought their interface was really cool. Um, you know, it's, it, I, I love the app where it's just, hey, I'm gonna show you whatever fucking tilt is nearby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it's like super, super easy. So, what's up, Jordan? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on, man? How was your Memorial Day? It was good. It was good. Hung out, grilled some food, had a few drinks, watched the kids go wild. So, Sweet. you know, it was it was pretty good. It was a nice day for it. It's been warm here, but not not unbearable. So, oh, that's Brandon. I'm like, who else do we have from YouTube on here? Okay. <laughs> oh, I was like, watching from YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like, what's going on here? All right, so, how, was, how was your guys' Memorial Day? I'm sure you guys covered it already, but I'm 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 just coming in. <laughs> uh, Jason Brood, I I did a lot of sitting around. I did some outside chores. Nice. Uh, yeah, I did my first extract, Brew Jordan, and I feel dirty. You should no, 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 you shouldn't. That's we all, we all, we all got to start somewhere, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was super cool. What'd you What'd you brew? Uh, that uh, American Light Lager. Have you tried Brian's yet? I have not. Oh man! So he brought that to uh, Big Brew Day last two weeks ago, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, one week ago one week ago i don't even know yeah it was one week ago yeah uh it was just super crushable and i really it's it's right down my alley right now so i wanted to do it um so yeah brian went and bought all the shit for me and (laughs) (laughs) oh how sweet (laughs) just saved your trip to vicksburg yep and then I, i got to brew it today so oh yeah i might have said it last week but i i brought two 64 ounce growlers um, to Big Brew Day. One was full of a pale ale, a citrus mosaic pale ale, and the other was that light lager. And I think nice. I came home with like one third to one half of the growler of the pale ale, and the lager was just totally gone. Like, I think that sort of speaks to what people want to drink right now a little bit, maybe. Like, I had yeah. the I had them both sitting side by side, and everybody's like, "Yeah, give me the give me the pale or the the lager." Um, and maybe that's just a maybe a homebrewer thing right now. I don't know. But. But no, I mean I'm I'm there. That's why I, that's why I brewed the Vienna because I wanted something that was super lightweight. I mean Vienna is a little more malty than an American light, but I just wanted something clean, something that wasn't gonna you know wreck my palate for a is day. So I could just. Is that what you're drinking right now? Yeah, I just put it in the truly cans. Oh, I get it. <laughs> no, it's it's seltzer. I've been I have had a few today and it's feeling a little uh little bloated. Yeah. So oh, yeah. <laughs> something something super lightweight to end my night. I still have not made a hard seltzer. I I thought you had. No, I've not yet. I'm, I'm like the only one in our club probably that hasn't yet. I, I still have like wow. a couple of packs of uh, Lutra. I have the Omega, proper what do they call it? Yeah, proper starter nutrients. Um, and all the hard seltzers that I've had that have had that combo have been amazing. I just, I don't know why I haven't done it. It's an even easier brew day than, than you know, the, yeah. the extract light locker brew. You're right. I mean, so technically I've gone through this process before of, Actually, no, no, no. Even when I, even when I do seltzers, I don't boil. I boil for like ten minutes. Yeah, sure. yeah, that's all you got. I mean, um, so at least this was a full sixty-minute boil, a hop edition. 
Uh, so this wasn't just boiling sugar water. A, a hop edition, just one. One, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one very small, very very like it was hilarious. I I haven't updated or I haven't done all the add-ins to Beersmith on my phone. So I was I was using I I said this earlier, but I was using American Noble Laurel hops, which have an alpha acid of like one point nine. <laughs> and and I don't have the Beersmith add-on, so they're, they're not in there. And I'm like literally scrolling through Beersmith, like just give me something that's close to this. And there are no like in the base Beersmith package, there are no hops that are like below three like percent. <laughs> I, I think I think once you uh, maybe I'm mistaken here, but I think in Beersmith, once you add it to your recipe, you can adjust the alpha and it. Uh, alpha you can you yeah. can yeah i i put something else in and then just manipulated it but i was just like, yeah. like just give me something close i just want to see ibus i mean it's gonna hit like i think nine ish that sounds wonderful yeah so ibus not percent nine ibus oh yeah yeah it's gonna be like, <laughs> like 3.8 i'm gonna have to go back and listen because i swore you said ibu but maybe that's yeah. just what my brain heard no i'm i'm sure no, I was I was uh, expanding out a, a tab here, so that's just me not paying attention. Four uh, percent, if I'm lucky, on the ABV and nine IBUs. It's gonna be, it's gonna be water. A lot uh, more beer, man. Hell yeah, I'm excited about it. You know, it, it, I, it, we were talking about that though, and I, I've talked. I feel like a lot of other home brewers about it. You know, when I and I, I think I've said it, so I sound like a broken record. But I, when I was started brewing, I was big on the stouts. Lots of fruit beers, mm-hmm. fruit stouts, you know, Russian Imperials, all kinds of black beers. And um, and then, of course, there was the IPA craze. Uh, everybody was on IPAs, NEPAs, the hazies, all that shit. Now I feel like we're very much in the middle of this lager revolution. Fucking yeah. lager boys for life. Yeah, hell, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I mean, I was uh, down in Florida this week and went to a tiny little brewery uh called ruby beach um it had a fantastic belgian triple which i haven't had in forever Mm. but they had this they had a mexican lager that i can't get out of my head like i've never had a beer that like i don't know it was just clean well brewed tasted phenomenal um yeah I actually, when I got back up here and uh, was running low on beer for the weekend, I, I went around to a few different places trying to find like a good craft Mexican lager. Can't find them. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I I went through that phase. Actually, I think I went through that phase one day on my way to Brian's house. Didn't I bring like three or four Mexican lagers over and most of them were shit? Re- yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And, and they were. Yeah. So I will say if you can, uh, if you keep your eyes, I believe it's. 21st amendment has one called El Sully. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that one was pretty, pretty fucking good. Um, probably best yeah. craft Mexican lager I've, I've tried. I'll have to see if I can find it. Cause that's like, I've tried, I've had so many different beers over this weekend and I'm not satisfied. Cause that's what my palate wants. <laughs> well, it's, it's time to make it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was telling Andrew. I was like, I was going to do a heffy. I was thinking about trying to brew a cot busser. Uh, no, I've it's got a different obsession. 
Yeah. So should should we do that later? Should we make a Mexican lager recipe? I've yeah, that sounds great to me. Grits, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do, do, Tor- tortillas. I That's what. Yeah. <laughs> what did you so say? The, tortillas. Tortillas. <laughs> the uh, I do think that it has corn in it potentially. Yeah, um, I actually think we we, we we had this conversation like fifty episodes ago, uh, and I remember doing all the googling, and, and it basically was that I think like Mexican lagers tend more towards the corn grain bill. Uh, light American lagers more towards the rice, if I remember correctly. Um, Interesting. That could explain why I like it because I like I like using corn in my beers. Yeah, not not a lot, but just a little bit to get some of that flavor. So I believe that the somebody's going to have to correct me if I'm wrong. I'm looking. I think the the BJCP category is to a international pale lager. Uh, yeah, in commercial examples, they list Corona. So I'm going to assume. Oh, yeah. Um, but but they also list uh, uh, Heineken and Red Stripe. So it's kind of a uh, very a broad category. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know what specifically makes a a Mexican lager. Um, I'm reading through the the flavor profile and uh, moderate corny or malty sweetness is okay. Um. But yeah, I definitely think like uh, really dry, well attenuated, maybe a little spicy or floral, um, probably a little bit higher on the carbonation, uh, and and that's it. And it has like a nice lager profile, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm scrolling. I'm, I've looked at like three different recipes right now, and all of them look to be pretty much pale, uh, like eighty twenty pale corn. Um, all right. That's an easy. That's a easy, easy malt bill. Yeah, here's a. a this one's. Um, <laughs> this one uses cornflakes. Okay, <laughs> sure. Why not? I, I know. I mean, I mean, there's people uh, using like Uncle Ben's like rice or whatever. Well, you know, know, David David Jones did the the hams clone or a, a hams inspired. I, I don't think it was a clone. And he used, I'm pretty sure he used grits. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. But uh, this one, this one I'm looking at, just on, I'm just burning through Reddit real quick. And it's like 71% Pilsner, 20% cornflakes, and then 8% Munich for a little body. Okay. And then he hopped it all with Motueka, which is supposed to have that lime, right? Right. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. It's interesting. Um, I, I'm I'm all about Mexican lagers. I mean, you know, prior to hams, I think Corona was my go-to. Um, I do like Corona. ArcLight was doing before Ed moved to New Mexico. ArcLight had a pretty decent Mexican lager, Baja something. I but, had that last time we were up there. Yeah, I remember digging it. You know, I'm also kind of thinking like. This was a tiny, tiny place. I should, I should just email them and be like, "Yeah, hey, I was oh, down totally. there. I can't get your right. beer out of my brain. You know, can I make it? <laughs> just They'll, let me know what you do." I'd love to hear that. I'm sure. Do you remember the name of the brewery? Yeah, Ruby Beach. Ruby Beach. All right. Yep, in Jacksonville, Florida. 
Oh, for some reason, I was thinking you were driving around this weekend and had it. Okay. No, no, no. This was, it was Thursday or whatever, or no, Wednesday, because that was my night free before flying back into Kalamazoo here. Got it. Um, yeah, they just this little tiny place that was like a block away from my hotel. And there were two places that I found. Um, one of them had food and I was starving and the other one didn't. But the other one had a Belgian triple. So I chose alcohol um, over food. You know, I'm like, I just the Belgian triple sounded good. Read through some reviews online that said the Belgian triple was like their flagship and like perfect. And the triple was phenomenal. It, easily one of the better craft triples I've had. Um, but, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, it was, it was a good place. When you try that, you know, make sure to let us know. I definitely want to try some. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm uh, about to crack open another beer. And I guess we should probably call out. Uh, it's terrible if I ask what everybody's drinking and don't call them out. So Sam's, Sam's got a, <laughs> a Star Parade from Star Cut. Uh, Ryan's been uh, drinking all day, all day. All day, all day. All day, all day. Um Brandon's got some hot butcher beers. Uh, Jake down from uh, Hot Butcher, one of our club members and good friends, uh, brought us like four cases of beer the last big brew day we went to. Uh, mm. So I think we've all been chipping away at a, at some of those beers. So I had a right uh, here. And, uh, what are you drinking, Jordan? What's uh, what's the? What I was had? drinking it. Apparently, it's a quarter full still. Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> All sides are green. A Nelson Sovin, Simcoe, and Rewaka hopped. Double India Pale Ale, 8.5%. I drank, like, I think I drank three of these in a night while playing Valheim. Oh I got I got plastered. <laughs> um, and it was, like, pulling out stuff off of my taps, and that's probably why this is as full, full as it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only a quarter. I didn't waste that okay. much, okay. but... Uh, I opened my last one last night. It was a, uh, I can't remember the name of it because I didn't take a picture of that, but it's a Citra Hopped Saltwater Taffy IPA brewed with sea salt and vanilla. I saw that in the pack. I it think. was it, really good. It was, was the, it? It, was, okay. it was my favorite out of the four that I had, surprisingly enough. And I'm not saying that because like, oh, you know, uh, adjuncts and, and things like the salt was really uh, really mild and just barely gave it that like um, taffy pole. Yeah, it really taffy pole. That's the name of the beer. Yeah. Thanks, Shana. <laughs> Thanks, Shana. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and between the vanilla and the, and the salt and stuff like that, ah, it was just super good. I think I'm gonna try to make one for uh, for MHF this year. Uh, it's a, my, it's about time to start brewing for that, isn't it? Depends it on is. what you're making. Yeah, that's true. So uh, we. We're, we're going to have our meeting in a couple of weeks, and I'm actually going to start putting a call out for kegs. And hold on. Bless, Bless you, Jason. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to, uh, we're going to start getting the keg list uh, put together and, and out there for MHF because it is time. I mean, we, um, I could pull up the site real quick and tell you exactly when, but I bet you it's less than 80 days. Uh, don't you have a counter on your watch? There's actually one on, um, I don't have my watch on. But there's actually a counter. Uh, there's usually a counter on the website. 
uh, 86 days, 14 hours, 59 minutes. But who's counting? Right. No, I'm sorry. That was an old, that was a cash one. 79 days. I was right. Less than ah. 79 days <laughs> away. Trying to start getting some, uh, our kegs together. Um, <clears throat> we got to get, uh, we're, we're going to be meeting in a few weeks to, uh, finalize our, our theme, um, and start doing some planning around MHF this year. Uh, and then one of the things that I think we're going to announce soon, I'll leak it early. I don't give a shit. Um, we're going to, the keepers are going to be hosting a, a beer games or beer Olympics style event. Uh, it's actually um, sanctioned by MHF. So we're, we're still putting together the details on that, but nice. uh, we'll be, we'll be having some games out there. I'm kind of throwing it out there in case any other clubs, uh, you know, so see it, doing it. just start. Yeah. Just, just give up. <laughs> it's over. We got this shit. I think we're gonna we're gonna try to to get some unique games too, not just the the standard, you know, yeah, uh, uh, and stuff like that. But yeah, you can do fun. that one where people have to run and then spin around on a bat on their forehead, yeah, and run back and let's let's get people to puke because we can't. <laughs> so Jordan, to jump back into this, right? So I've been I've been I've been sleuthing as much as I can, and so on their Facebook page, Ruby Beach's Facebook page, they advertise. Their Cinco de Mayo special was Atlantico Mexican Lager. Is that what it was called? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So I found the recipe for Atlantico Mexican Lager online. <laughs> All right. Did they All post right. it? Uh, they didn't. Um, there's a couple of different places I've seen, but two places I've looked at so far. Northern Brewer actually has it as a kit. Oh, uh, really? Cool. What? And, uh, okay. And the recipe's published. I thought it was theirs. Was... Apparently, this was you know, something they pulled from someplace. Hey, fantastic beer. I mean, it doesn't take away from the quality of beers that I had there. Cause I had think a three flights or something. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that, that they didn't pull it from this or get inspiration yeah. from it or vice versa. They, this could be their recipe on Northern Brewer. I mean, sure. yeah. Uh, but the, the, the grain bill, six and a half pounds of Pilsner, two pounds of Vienna and two pounds of flaked corn. You know what that Vienna, that would make sense with that the flavor profile it had that might make sense and then they're hopping with the uh, holler tower holler tower holler tow how much like just a, a 60 minute edition ounce of 60 and ounce of five yep that's, that's what our oktoberfest was roughly if we would have actually if we'd have done so. the five minutes <laughs> yeah and then yeah, just uh, pitched with uh, uh, thirty four seventy. Really, I still okay. got packs of thirty four seventy. I might have to make another beer, <laughs> another lager. <laughs> <laughs> so when Brian went to the store for me this week, and I asked him to pick me up some thirty four seventy, they didn't have any, so he gave me one of his last packs. I came home, went to brew today, opened a drawer, and I had five packs of my own. Like, oh wow. I couldn't find any for a while uh, at any of the home, local homebrew shops, so I ended up just buying it on Amazon. I think I bought a ten pack or something like that. At, at one point, I was considering buying a brick, but I don't know if I would like use it all. I, but hey, you just like cheese grate it and I know yeah, totally. <laughs> I've been I've been getting really into dry yeast lately. The the New England I made this weekend uh, I made with uh, Verdant, which oh, I, I love. I love that yeast. Um, oh, hi, Brian's mom. 
Oh, my mom's in chat. Hey, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. I love I love dry yeast, though. I mean, I use it for all my ciders. So I know we're jumping topics all over the place, but I, I think one of the things that we talked about it either at Big Brew or on the show before that was I feel like I've been having some sketchy shit going lately with uh, a couple of companies liquid yeast and not trying to knock anybody. It just, it just seems weird. And then there's other people that have brewed with the same yeast or we've all brewed with the same yeast and we've all had weird, odd results. And so I feel like, I feel like I'm going to just switch over. I said this to Brandon, I think I'm just switching over to dry yeast. I'm, I'm still comfortable. I, I, I like having my yeast bank and I like doing my yeast starters and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I'm keeping more dry yeast in reserve now for my like, you know, quote unquote emergency or unplanned brew days. But um, there's still some things that those. you just can't find um, in dry yeast quite as well. Like there's just that's true. But but I mean, now I think there's just about everything for every style. Um, as long as you're not being too picky, like you can find pretty much anything. Brandon can probably tell you if there's anything he's missing. He's the dry yeast guy but i was gonna say you know i used to i used to feel like there wasn't a good substitution for london three which was an old favorite of mine which is now verdant which I is think. now verdant yeah. right yeah. in which i i have like four packs of verdant because of that so i didn't realize it was getting dark not yeah, over that, here not over here yeah it's i got light I'm even in a basement, man. Like, <laughs> I was like getting darker and darker and darker, and you couldn't see the the beautiful uh, banner that I drunk bought. I do, um, I do like that banner. I was gonna, I was gonna shout that out. It is nice. We uh, we repped that at Big Brew Day uh, last weekend. Hell yeah! Um, I don't, I don't think anybody really commented on it, but God damn it, it's beautiful. It is. Um, I want to rep this really quick. I. Uh, just cracked open a, a beer um, called uh, Bathhouse Blonde by Jones Beach uh, Brewing. Where are they from? So um, I've been talking with this guy, Matt Jones, on the Home Brewing Slack channel. And uh, we, we got talking about Mackinac hops maybe like a month or two ago. And uh, uh, I think he said that he was going to brew a blonde with them. And I was like, that sounds like a great idea. I'll brew a blonde with them, too. And send you some beer and so i did and i sent him beer and uh and he really liked it and then i think he um ended up tweaking his recipe just a little bit to use all Mackinac. i think he was like a little afraid maybe not having used it before but after trying uh, my beer he was like yeah i think it'll work out really well um so he just sent me beer i just got it back in the mail today uh from his brewery and uh that's what i'm drinking right now and it's it's fantastic it's, right on. Yeah, it's it's a Mackinac Blonde. I guess it's just a nice. Just yeah, I, a, I, I know you, I know we only drank half of it at, at um, Big Brew, but your Mackinac Blonde was it was delicious. I would totally like say anybody try Mackinac and use it in like a lager or a blonde or or something where like they need just a little bit of bitterness that almost has like a touch of like vanilla and spice or something. That's kind of what I got out of it. Um, I think, I've, yeah, it's a really fun hop. I don't know if I'd use it for like an IPA or anything like that, but I think it'd make like a really good lager, uh, bittering hop. 
blonde, like Belgian or or regular. Um, I'm trying to think of some other styles. Probably be good in a stout. It's not like too punchy or anything like that. It doesn't have any like crazy flavors, but it's just a it's a nice bittering hop, and it's really cheap, especially if you live in Michigan. Um, I think it was like ten bucks a pound. Well, maybe a little bit more shipped, but real cheap. Yeah, for for that. No, oh, I, I dig it. He sent me an IPA too, and uh, do you guys know? Do you guys know what the uh, um, board ape yacht club is? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I do. Not that I want to get off on a tangent of NFTs and how shitty some things are and how dumb things are, but I guess. Uh, so this can says featuring Board 8 Yacht Club number 7073 from our homie, some guy on Twitter. And I guess they let him use like the, it's it like a picture or something on the can. So I don't know what's in this. It's an IPA. That's all I know. But I'm going to try that later. It's not his brewery. It's uh, just some from, from uh, someplace over in New York. Barrier Brewing, Oceanside. So, hmm. yeah. And I've got some hams too, you know, just for backup. Always, always. You have, the, hams. Uh, you have new throwback cans yet? No, those are cool. I, I'm still sipping on the cans that you uh, you left me from last big brew day. So I was at Meyer and I I picked up a a thirty pack of them a couple weeks ago, and the outside of the box has changed, but the cans were the same. I was sad. So I was at Meyer last night. And, and there were, so yeah, all the outside boxes or the outside packaging is all changed over to the throwback. Uh, and I started to grab one just cause I need some more hams and I saw the blue cans, you know, it's, it's easy to see through the handhold, right. but then yeah, I, I happened to look down at the one on the next shelf down and saw the old cans. So yep. they're, yeah, they're, they're out there. You just gotta, so I actually, I put that one back and I made or you know, made sure that I got the one with the, the new throwback cans. Um, but, does uh, we, does it, does we it gotta see if we can get sponsored better? by them. Like <laughs> especially after we get our new keeper shirts. Right, right. Um, we, we did put in the order, haven't heard a response yet from the printer. Um waiting for that, but uh hopefully soon. Hopefully. I think we showed them in a previous show, but they're they're modeled after the the Hams logo, and they yeah they we fantastic. pulled it up at some point yeah. Um, which I don't know if we need to go like showing it too much because uh, it's all we need is for Hams to be like oh yeah no. <laughs> but, uh, uh, get a cease what, and desist on it. Stop what, drinking our beer on air. What, what's um, considered fair use? Uh, if we're not selling it. Right, uh, it's fine. Yeah, it should something. be free, fair use. But this is a uh, David Jones design. Uh, it's one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It's got our keepers druids. Uh, it got the year that we founded the keepers of craft, born in the land of the bubbling waters, which is, I believe, what Kalamazoo means. Um, yep. So where where Hams is uh, born in the land land of, land of the sky blue waters. waters. Yeah. So yeah. I should have a can around here somewhere. I'm, I'm staring at one, so yeah. <laughs> quiet, quiet, Ron. Shh, shh, quiet. Nobody, nobody will know. 
it's like that that TikTok sound or whatever. Like nobody's gonna know. Nobody's gonna yeah. know. Did I did I, did I order one of those shirts? I hope I did. I also want it on a patch. You probably so didn't because it doesn't have. There, I don't think we did V necks. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's actually probably true. Yeah. I, the thing is, is I, I believe we were at. So at Pontiac Brew Tribe's Big Brew Day, we of course took a case of hams, and we were wandering around sharing hams where we could uh and i think i was talking to i can't honestly remember who i was talking to but they're like <laughs> was telling them about our shirt and uh they're like order me a double xl pay at homebrew fest and i'm like okay and i i Did... fucking oh no <laughs> i'm gonna add an extra one i'll take one if somebody comes up to me at homebrew fest and is like hey where's my shirt i'll be like yeah here you go it'll be 40 bucks I feel like, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm stepping on toes here, but it, like with that, uh, you know, that uh, those beer games or whatever, um, maybe we should order a few Michigan Brews shirts and toss it in for prizes. So we're actually something. we we actually have a, a a prize budget, so that that could be. Uh... There it is. It's Joe. It Joe? Joe asked for it. Joe, I will get you your damn shirt. <laughs> I totally, I forgot, man. I might have been drinking. Uh, <laughs> it was good talking last week, Joe. Good seeing you again. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, no, um, uh, we, we've got a little bit of a budget, Jordan, so you're right. Uh, some Michigan Brews uh, shirts would be, would be awesome. I, I know, yeah. uh, uh, we do owe like Thanksgiving shirts. <laughs> so I still got the hats. I over know, here. I know you do. So, so it's it's not it's not a yeah. Thing. You're no longer in charge. Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody that's got a, a outstanding uh, gift from Thanksgiving or prize or whatever. I thought I was gonna be late. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll get it. We'll get it. It's still coming. I still have everybody's address. Hopefully, you haven't moved. <laughs> So set your forwarding address on. <laughs> right on. I don't know if Tim Smith is watching, but I think we owe him a hat too. So even though I don't have that on my on my list, we must have promised him a hat. He keeps he keeps asking me for a hat. So does that mean I'm a hat short? No, I have one too. So I think I think we have we had one extra without knowing that we promised him a hat. So I think we're okay. Maybe, maybe that's why we promised him a hat. Uh, Ron, know. do we owe you a hoodie or a shirt? I can't remember. I think should didn't, just didn't he win everything? Who who was it the one like, the whole kit? Look, we can go back and figure it out. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's, we, that's we will true. do our best to get them out by Thanksgiving. 2022 <laughs> when, when we do our next show it's uh we'll, we'll blame it on the um the the shipping constraints worldwide the uh hats and well the hats are here but the shirts are docked somewhere off the coast of california right now they are they're they're sitting in with like bundles of wood uh, <laughs> just just in, in crates i'm, I'm looking Ron said hoodie. Yeah. Okay. Heard my uh, my clacking again. I'm gonna. Uh... Right on. 
So while you're doing that, I'm yeah. going to go back to, because uh, Jordan, I, I think this was before you jumped in, but Brian's recently used an tilt hydrometer. I just got a tilt hydrometer. Don't. It's already it's already in my cart on Amazon, man. Don't. <laughs> it's been there for weeks. I'm, right I'm really curious to see like what other people's thoughts are on this thing. Like I've been reading reviews, and I, I feel like there's a lot of haters out there because the range is so slow or so low. Um, but I actually found that even in my keyser, you know, like I had like a, a good 15 foot range today. So I'm completely in love with this thing and I've only been using it for three hours. That's way better than I'm getting. I got a, I got, I actually just, uh, bought like a little 3M thing to stick to the side of my freezer just so I could have the phone as close to my freezer as possible. I mean, even go well, inside are you it. Like it's in the metal. Uh, yeah, yeah. Inside well, I'm, my stainless steel. In okay. Yeah, I'm sure that doesn't help. Okay. Yeah my so. my my firm chamber is a fridge, so I imagine that's probably going to block some of the signal. Well, that's what I say. In my speedo, in the in the freezer, in the keyser, I, I got like 15 feet away from it, and I picked it up. Um, but I have heard a lot of people that you have to be like right on top of it. But I know I saw Brandon say tilt for life. So I'm assuming he uses them. I'm not sure why we didn't talk about it that week. I'm still, I'm wearing a, he's I'm still, he's the wearing, shirt. wearing the shirt. <laughs> Supporting the shirt. Uh, there is a newer model that's twice as expensive that comes with higher range. And I th think that's about it. Longer battery life. Oh, motherfucker. So. I'm looking at the table for the raffle right now. And Tim, Tim put his first name in as Tim needs a hat Smith and he won a t-shirt. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I may, we, we must've said that we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Good thing. These are all on video and Brian takes notes. <laughs> We uh, we promised. Oh, Ron, Ron! It says here that you were promised a sea gump bottle. A bottle of sea gump. That's what I have written down here. Do we even have? Which, any which we don't have anymore. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Do we? Oh, we do. Jason's got some. Maybe All maybe right. we said maybe we said sea gump uh, is not a good prize, and we said hoodie instead. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. That's a hell of an upgrade from a shitty ass beer to a hoodie. <laughs> You're a lucky guy, Ron. <laughs> Lee McBain got the grand prize. Um, oh, what do we owe Lee? Uh, a shirt, a hoodie, and a hat. Oh, you better. All right. Well, we will get together this week and get um, and get an order in for uh, hoodies and t-shirts. And and yeah, Joe Brian also has an easy dens, but not all of us can be that cool. <laughs> I do. It's great. What's the conversion rate on clams? Uh, Thirty-seven to one. <laughs> what, like rubles? Uh, no, doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, okay, it doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I do love my Easy Dens. Uh, it's expensive. I usually only use it for my mead, uh, because I'm not brewing huge batches of mead and pulling really small sample sizes uh, to make adjustments. Is really really nice and really really uh, cheap. Saves a lot of liquid. 
especially I'm, I'm not the kind of person that wants to like pull a sample, measure it and dump it back in. That like freaks me out. So um, I do like the easy dents for that for sure. I mean, is there a, a medium that you have to buy for easy dents? Like why wouldn't you use that on everything? Why are you only saving it for mead? Because partially cause I'm a little bit lazy. So, um, so it has this little glass tube that you sort of have to send the fluid through. And mm -hmm. if there's uh, solids in the liquid or whatever, it can get like stuck to the inside of the tube. So you're supposed to sort of like strain it through like a coffee filter or something to remove the solids and to get rid of all the carbonation in the liquid. So it takes an accurate reading. Um, and more often than not, I'm just too lazy to send it through a, um, a coffee filter, my beer. Uh, I'll, I'll take like a gravity reading right before I uh, pull my beer in a flask with a, my hydrometer just so I can drink it too. I like kind of like drinking the beer a little bit before I carbonate it. And uh, then I call it good. Plus with the the tilt now, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super data driven. Like I don't really care if my beer finished, you know, two points over under where I expected it to be. I really just care that it's done. And so if I can get a consistent reading, that's good enough for me. And, uh, See, you, you want to know the, the biggest reason why I think I'm so in love with this thing so far is you give me the most shit that you give me is because of, of not having temperature control fermentation. I do. A and, lot. and so I, you know, where, where I know my house and, and I know my rooms and where I ferment and, and I, I move the beer around to keep it in the right range. Um, so I feel like that's good enough, but Brian's always like looking down on me and, and, you know, saying my beer shit because I don't, I yeah, don't absolutely. temperature control. Yeah. Uh, even though until, <laughs> you know, this year I probably had more medals, but now he kicks my ass there too. So I can't say that anymore. Um, not, not quite, but I'm catching up, but whatever. Uh, so I really want this tilt now so that I have a record that says Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> I, I like this this Fuck is a you. purchase out of spite this right like to, so, to yeah. actually make his brewing better he, he just wants to it does it just i just want to be able i'm going to email him the fucking file and be like kiss my ass brian okay <laughs> okay what's what's your beer at right now check your till i just want to know well i'm more than 15 feet away Oh, it's not logging to like a Google Sheet. No, I don't. I don't have that set up yet. I did. Oh, I, okay. I just pitched it in there. You, you know what? You, you know what you should do, Jason, <laughs> is that you should you should set it up so that way when it you know sends to a Google Sheet or you know have one of your developers create something to send Brian a notification oh. when the beer's done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> um. <laughs> But no, I I, uh, I I do have it. Um, I, I do have a, a another phone that I'm gonna set up. Um, that I'm gonna go down there and 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 use it to relay, you know, like an hourly reading. Um, it takes really, it takes temp and everything like that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, temp, it's, gravity. It's taking it from one, kind of the top of the fermenter, but this one doesn't really count. Like for 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 the the whole fuck you Brian crusade, this one doesn't count um, no. because 
it is a logger and I am, I am actually, it is in my keyser. Uh, it is being tip controlled uh, to 55 degrees right now. Oh shit. Okay. Wow. So, wow. so this one won't count. It's more, it's more the ales, Jordan, the, the, the stuff that I do like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the living room or, or wherever. This one I forgot. This one's a logger. I'm actually loggering it. So Brandon's saying get a tilt pie set up. I, I probably should too. I it's just like I already have three raspberry pies in my house doing various other random things. It's like Brandon's all over the place. He was on YouTube watching us earlier. Now he's on, he's Facebook. on Facebook. Is he trying to get like the go over to Twitch, get the triple crown for the night? I uh yeah, it's funny, I, I don't have any raspberry pies right now that I can use for it. So that's why I, I literally grabbed an old iPhone and I was like, mm -hmm. fuck it, you know, I'll set this on there. I'm gonna throw the, the tilt app on it. And I'll plug it in next to the keyser and have it push it out. Um, but no, I do I do want to get the tilt pie or a pie for the tilt. I'm gonna order a couple more of these things. I fucking I think it's cool. So my uh I might do that too, because I think that I can trade in. So I'm I still have a I have an old iPhone 10, which is what I'm using right now. And I I was looking at phone upgrades potentially for when the new iPhone comes out. And I think I might still be able to trade in that 10 for like full credit so if i can you know trade in my iphone 10 and get like you know however many hundreds of dollars and just buy a raspberry pi for like 50 it's probably a good trade-off yeah yep and i want to point out brandon uh, i'm going to pull up your picture again when i first looked at that I, that flight down there it looked like a sub like a yeah, sandwich or something so it does i mean i mean either way it looks delicious but and then, you know, just some to point out, he is wearing an Omega shirt, which I think every time we see Brandon, he's in some fucking yeast related <laughs> gear. Whatever. It's free swag. If uh, if Lance would have given us uh, some Omega swag when we had him on, I, I told him to be wearing it. Yeah, I'd have wrapped it. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. So that talks about like shows. So, you know, we're just bullshitting tonight um he's, he's a fun guy he is a fun guy what uh what, what's our plan do we have shows lined up for the rest of the month or for I, I do i do want to ask a question because i got really worried as what day it was because i looked up the uh up at the corner and it says live we've been live for 12 hours what? What? on my screen yeah it says 12 hours and 50 minutes Yours is on crack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mine says fifty-one minutes, so <laughs> I think we're okay. Uh, Unless we're drinking some, you're you're drinking some crazy shit, like you've been. Me? I don't know. You blacked out for twelve hours. Yeah, for twelve hours. Streaming, yeah. Yeah, it is seltzer. He's drinking seltzer. So I pulled up our notes. So May thirtieth, which is today, uh, was supposed to be the other big brew day recap. So I think we've. We've accomplished that. Um, the next one we actually have lined up is June 27th, which is after HomebrewCon. That's right. So we'll put that out there. So we, Brian, Brandon, and I are going to HomebrewCon. Um, I think there might be another keeper or more keepers going. Um, Mark is. Um, I, okay. I think Mark so. Ostrom. But if you're uh, if you're if you're in a homebrew club in Michigan, you see this, or somebody tells you about it, uh, and you're going, let us know. 
um, let's hook up and do some something there, or maybe we'll 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 capture some some pictures or some video from from Homebrew Home Con. All right, we'll see Joe there. Cool. Joe's going. I know Colin from AABG will be there. Right on. Yeah, yeah, we'll have some people. Uh, if anybody has any Pittsburgh brewery recommendations, definitely up for those too, because I don't know anything about anything about anything for what's out there. Uh, I'm gonna. Somebody was talking about Church Brew Works. Does that sound familiar at all? Uh, I'll have to look it up later, but uh, somebody said that was pretty good or or looked interesting. So I'm kind of all about hitting that up, but. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's called. Church Brew Works in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Brewery. That's I got to imagine there's a lot out there. It's kind of where my, my new job's located out of. <clears throat> you should get a work trip scheduled and come out to HomebrewCon. When is it? <laughs> it's uh, what? We're going out there June 23rd, 22nd, something like that. Um, We're leaving the 20 second and we'll be back the 26th so we'll have a recap show on the 27th to talk about all the crazy shenanigans shenanigans that we got into at HomebrewCon. show up all show off all my medals that i won in nhc all i'll show off all the medals that i was able to bonk people over the head and steal <laughs> i didn't enter shit anybody in chat got anything in uh, in nhc this year I'm entering four meads this year. Three beers, four meads. First time, first time entering mead in, in the NHC. Take, so they take ciders at NHC. They do. Yep, yeah, they do. Well, now I know fucking better. Oh, speaking of ciders, congratulations, gentlemen, on your medals. Yeah, you congratulations to you too. From Glencap, uh, this is the first time that all of Michigan brews fucking medaled. Yeah. Uh, I, say that. Uh, I took a bronze with my Perry. Jordan, you took a silver. Yep, modern cider. Modern cider. Brian got a silver and a bronze with a Perry and a something else. The cider took the bronze and Perry took the silver. Right and I don't remember what exactly the styles were. I, I was going to say, I was telling my wife, I was like, I was I was really timid to send that in because I, I didn't expect to get a medal at all. Um. That's why I only sent one of the two ciders that I have because I'm like, oh. well, they're basically the same cider, just one's got a different yeast, uh, or they they got different yeast in them. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm just gonna send one and see what kind of feedback I get. Yeah, what did I you get for feedback? Uh, I'd have to I'd have to look it up. A lot of, a lot of it wasn't super great. I think the biggest thing that knocked me was um, a couple of the judges said that. Uh, if I recall, they thought they smelt a chemical, uh, like something or other, a chemical smell coming off of it when they first poured it. But not after? No, they said that, like, that, at least one judge said it dissipated um, after a few uh, mm -hmm. after a few moments. So that's yeah. the, that was the best thing. I haven't had a chance to actually sit down and, like, really analyze the feedback yet, but it's it's definitely something I'm going to do. So it's funny is I entered the same period last year and got a silver um, and they commented on how clear it was 
and how beautiful. So uh, that was literally one of the comments. This year, all three of them commented how murky it was. This is the same Perry. What? <laughs> same exact Perry. And and I agree. Like I I checked it. It's gotten very. It's, it's completely opaque. Um, That's odd. First of a year in the same keg. Oh, it's in a keg. Yeah. Was it sealed? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's super odd. <clears throat> Did you bottle it off the keg to send in this year? Yeah. Bottle it off the keg to send in last year, though. Right. But maybe more stuff settled out of solution. Like maybe if you would have poured out a pint or two. I no, no. Oh, so okay. I, it, it, actually, the entire keg. So here, here's something just to, for you to yell at me about. Um, <laughs> do I do this often? I feel like you keep bringing this up. Like I keep beating like on you and shitting on you. Do I, I do. gaslight you? Like, <laughs> oh, I don't think you're gaslighting me. No, okay, okay. I honestly think everything that you give me shit for is completely legitimate. So let's okay, let's get okay. that out of the way. I appreciate your uh, criticism. Um, well, except for the temperature control, I'm ready to tell you to fuck off on that one. Um, I'm ready to hear it. All right. Okay. Uh, no, so I did. I poured off a couple of pints uh, before I bottled it, and I actually bottled 12 bottles of it, um, and they were all murky. And then this is the thing that's going to piss you off, is there was probably a gallon left in the keg, and I dumped it out yesterday. Uh, yeah, that's right. I dumped it the fuck out. If you're um, not going to drink it, I, I'm, I'm all about not wasting the calories on stuff you're not going to drink. I, I hear you. And it was murky all the way through. Yeah, okay, hmm. okay. Yeah, the so yesterday I had a keg cleaning party, cleaned five, wound up cleaning five kegs uh, to get ready for beer that I've got in process and for homebrew fest. And um, yeah, I was going through and and because that one had gone down in the comments and I'm like, this isn't going to make it another year. I don't really feel like drinking it. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably done the same thing. So... I got it. Now it's a nice, nice, shiny, clean keg. So um, I looked at, I just looked at my my notes on mine. Uh, the only other, I guess, critical piece of feedback that I got was. Uh, oh, what was it? One said interesting nose. But <laughs> I guess. Super helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. Uh... Yeah, you know, the other one says nose is faint, but get pine and juniper, question mark? Like, okay, yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> it's uh, like you I do was, you don't, I guess, like... Yeah, I was I was pinged mostly on aroma um, and flavor, and the only thing that, I guess, um, um, probably could have been a little better is a, a little bit more body and apple flavor. Which is which is perfectly fine because these are ciders that I really, outside of adding yeast and nutrient, and have done basically nothing with. Sweet. So, yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm looking at my sheets too, and uh, I got one of those question mark things. Uh, hops? Question mark? A little. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, my my cider didn't score. I'm surprised it got a bronze. Honestly, I, I, it got like. Uh, 129 and then a, a 32 and a 32. Um, <laughs> one sheet didn't even have any feedback, but uh, most of them are like, let's see, one says overall cider is drinkable. Uh, the other says like sulfur aromas off putting. 
Like, that's I'm 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 confused on some of this because now I'm looking at those little check marks at the bottom. Um, one of them said like basically classic example of the fought of of the style, just on the left side of flawless and just on the left side of wonderful. So it was like, and he scored me a thirty-seven, but then the guy. Uh, also scored me a 37 didn't give me any other check marks except basically all the way to the side of not to style but i still got a 37 hmm. yeah i entered my cider in a suite and everybody said it was well, like everybody gave me an x all the way on the end of sweetness said it was too low for a suite like I got too so, low yeah yeah i don't know yeah i mean my sweetness is also low on, on pretty much all of them, but most of them actually say, you know, good example of style, sessionable. Um, yeah, more more yeah. body and apple flavor is what they said. But I'll I'll take the silver with that type of feedback. I can tweak all it a little bit. Called, uh, all three of them called my Perry dry. And yeah, me too. For my Perry, all of them said too low for semi sweet. And I disagree. Like that's when I'd love to be face to face with them because. I'm gonna to have to back sweeten the shit out of my stuff like next year or right. something and to see what happens. I, like I think it's sweet. Like yeah. But you know, I, 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 I mean cement mine is dry. Oh, well, that's good then. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, actually the notes on mine was uh Perry's are hard to filter, but this one is muddy. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's too bad. That's so weird. Did you notice that before you sent it in? Yeah, I did and I didn't. It was it was what it was at that point. Okay. I need I need to bump up my uh my carbonation though. It doesn't seem like my carbonation really made it through. Because it's all still and dry and that, that stuff has carbonation to it. So all all three of my sheets for uh for my Perry just said needs more acidity, needs more acidity, needs more acidity. Interesting. So, uh, I, I really like that Perry. I hope I do hope uh Houston has more Perry. I was Perry, I was just talking about that today. Like yeah. I want them to do more Perry. Just because I enjoyed the shit out of mine last time. So what's that, Jason? Pair, this should be a pairing year. Pairs are biannual. biannual. Yeah, Man. yeah. They had a little last year. You had to ask for it, and they went back right. and got it like out of one gallon containers. Um, so hopefully they'll have a bulk again this year. I think that may have been from the previous year, though. Oh, really? I mean, I know they've they they've done like holdovers and whatnot. Well, at mm -hmm. least they do with apple cider. So I'm assuming that they probably yeah. do it with their Perry as well. Yeah, pears. It, it was a little dark. It was good so though. hopefully, um, hopefully this year we'll we'll have a good pear harvest and we can get another pear. I want to do it like and and yeah, I'm gonna back sweeten the shit out of it. And um, you know, I, I've heard of other people in Michigan that win a lot of medals in ciders, and I, I hear that they're um, back sweeten quite a bit. Yeah, sweeten yeah, quite yeah. a bit. I've heard that too. Yeah, um, and so. I, you know me I'm, and my 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 little touch of OCD is I like to have collections. My favorite is every year of of winning um, at Michigan Beer Cup was the year that I won one of each, a gold, silver, and bronze. Um, 
I, I think that's better than the year that I won three gold. So, <laughs> uh, and then I was super pumped this year to get my uh, Siciliano silver because now I actually have a full set of Sicilianos. Nice. Um, so on that same topic, uh, I now have a silver and a bronze glint cap, and I need a fucking gold. So I'm coming same. for glint cap next year. Yeah, hundred percent. Me too. Uh, that's that's what I'm. Yeah, I, I told Andrew, I'm like, I'm gonna I, come the fall. I'm going to be spending a lot of money on cider when Husted does their pressings. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I want to have enough um, to experiment with. Like I've always, I've always thought I made decent ciders, but the, you know, this is my first cider metal. So like, it was kind of like validation of like, Hey, I mm -hmm. actually kind of do make something decent. So you said that you used two different yeasts. Um, which yeast did you use for the cider that you submitted? 1118. Is that a White Labs? Uh, no, no, it's uh, EC 1118 Lavlin. Oh, oh, that uh, is that a it's champagne a, yeast? Yeah, white wine, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I also... At the same time, I picked up a, a ton of that um, 3470. I picked up a shit ton of 71B, mm -hmm. uh, which is what I've classically used for my ciders because um, I feel like it creates a much better profile with anything fruited. Uh, and I've actually done a lot of reading that, or at least a lot of reading in terms of recipes of metal winners for NHC and uh, for fruited meads. And it seems like a lot of them have been using 71B as well which kind of validates that like it's probably going to make a decent cider too. Um, so next year, um, half of whatever I make is probably going to be straight 71 B. Um, I've done, I've done 11, 18, a number of times and I like it. Um, but I don't think it, and I think it follows up with, you know, what the judges said. I don't think it lends the nose. It really cleans things out. Um, but it makes it makes a clean, clean product at the end. A really, a really blank profile if you want to build it up from basically nothing. But the seventy one B has a a pathway for malolactic fermentation. Um, so I'm, I'm reading here because I couldn't remember what the percentage was, but the, it says that about 20 to 40 percent of the malic acid in a you know solution could be metabolized during fermentation. So like, um, so malic acid is the um, that's that's the sort of acid that apples have the most mm -hmm. of, right? Um, so I think that it can sort of uh, take that acid and and like you said, I think it brings like a lot of balance to it, but you might have to watch that too because i wonder if like it might remove too much acid you might have to like add acidity back in afterwards or something i don't know enough about i've i've read on this before but i'm not i haven't retained all the knowledge to to speak to exactly like what the end product of of that fermentation pathway is but um i use that in my fruit meads a lot that's actually that's the only yeast mm -hmm. i use in my fruit meads for the most part um, and I do agree. It's, it's a wonderful, amazing yeast. Um, I've got a, I've got a, I would well, definitely want to try a slider. A sack made that I'm still sitting on that also that uses 1118. Cause that's all I could find at the time. 
I have, like I said, I've got a bunch of 71B now, and I want to brew. It's a cherry mead uh, made with local honey, mm. and I, I want to brew the same mead again, uh, but and you know do everything the same, but only use 70, but use 71B. Um, the only problem, the only thing is, like I'd have to wait a long time. All right, I'd love to brew them side by side or get them made side by side so they aged the same way, but like I said, I didn't didn't have quite the same throughput. Um, but I do love 71B. It's it's what I've used for ciders for a while. Um, great yeast for anything fruit related, in my opinion. There was there was one guy speaking of the glint cap. There's one dude. I'm I'm pretty sure he meddled in every single category. That would be Jeff Carlson. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff. yeah, Jeff Carlson. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like, holy shit, man! Like, good on you, but wow. <laughs> he, he he comes to Houston for the cider pickups usually. Uh, and he actually, so he actually meddled with the the the, the Houston cider that he picked up last year, um, and he even called it out. Um, and named it uh, like the, the club beer or club cider uh, because the, the Houston cider pickup was a club organized event. And so yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so we should reach out to him and, and see if he wants to come on the show and talk cider one of these days. Yeah. I yeah, have nothing about cider. That'd be so cool. Yeah. That's what did, what like... did he win? Like a gold silver with that? Uh, with that one in hold on, Let me, let me pull it up. Um, like Jordan said, I actually think he won like 20 medals. Yeah, no, it was stupid. Like going through all, all the listings, like the, the, I think he, I think he double took in, in some of them. It's just like, so in, in, for, so the way, the way Glenn cap works, right. Is mm -hmm. everybody that scores in certain ranges gets a medal, but then every category has a, a, a first, second and third place winner. So Jeff Carlson took, first and second in modern ciders. Uh, he took third in heritage cider. He took uh, second in specialty cider. And then he took uh, overall um, best in show amateur cider maker of the year with his uh, specialty cider. Um, but then he went on to metal. Uh, he took a silver with the club zero. That's what he called it. Um, which was a modern cider. He took a uh, it took a silver and modern with what? With the club. The club. The, oh, the club. That's, I mean, that's mine. I called mine Hust Must because it came from Husted. <laughs> yeah. So modern sweet cider. He he took you know uh, gold with, with a gold and two silvers. Uh, in heritage dry cider, he took a gold. And one, two, three silvers. Uh. And heritage, da, 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 scrolling down, and dry cider, traditional cider. He took a silver, and a bronze, and traditional. No, he didn't get one there. Um, in Perry, he took a gold, a silver. Uh, I want to. I want to know what his submission bill was because cider. Oh, he yeah. took gold. What were those? That's, Twenty bucks, fifteen? They were twenty-one dollars. Twenty-one. Yeah. Hop cider. He took a gold and a silver. And botanicals. He took a two silvers. 
What age he took two silvers? How and much cider did this guy buy? <laughs> That's what I know. It was it was he the reason I was having trouble getting the amount that I wanted? Did he get like they they have a lot more up near Grand Rapids? I feel like like there's there's yeah. a lot of farms up there. Oh um, no, he's from Grand Rapids, Rogers. but he just came down the one time, so he's not local yeah, down here. No. Okay, right. local ish, yeah. Well, yeah, Grand Rapids. But... Hasn't he won Cider Maker of the Year for like 15 years or something like that too? Oh, it's been like the last eight or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We gotta we gotta try to get him on. That'd be awesome. Yeah, come to the next bottle share for the probably first Houston pickup. I'm sure he'll probably be down there. I want to have you guys try this uh, Vienna. I don't think it's a Vienna. Um, Does it taste better out of a horn? Yes, uh, that helps a lot. (laughs) I can tell just even on camera, like even on our Streamyard resolution, just how uh, beautiful that beer is. Yeah, it's it's like like it's pretty clear. Yeah, that looks great. Um, I why don't you think it's a Vienna? Um, I don't know. It doesn't have quite the multi character that I'd be looking for with a like a German style lager. Um, I don't know. It, it, to be honest, to be I'll be one hundred percent honest. I love this beer, but there's nothing that stands out about it, and that's honestly kind of why I like it. Um, okay. You know, Jason, uh, you know, coined something a while ago. I think he made an. Uh, a Commonwealth beer or something? You called it beer flavored beer. Boring ass bitter. Yeah, boring ass bitter. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about this. It's just like there's not like the nose is like okay, I get a little bit of honey, like just a little bit, like a little bit of hops, like nothing, nothing really stands out, and like the flavor is like okay, a little bit of hops, a little bit of malt, carbonation's good. The the foam like, looks amazing. Like I can still see it on top, and I can see oh, all yeah. of, like the the you know, residuals on the glass as you've been like drinking it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I finished I'm happy with it. I believe that he won 22 medals. Is that what you've been doing? You've been counting? No. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. I, I wonder how many submissions he had. You, you have to wager. You probably meddled with all of his submissions. Well, I'd I mean, imagine so with 20 some. So that's 20 times 21 bucks so, so that was the almost dude. 500 dollars in entry fees there's some beautiful yeah. medals though they really are so i'm excited i get one next I year mean, I've never, you know, my, my best medal year was like 10 or 11 in the whole year and he took 22 and one <laughs> but that's probably the only comp that he enters with those maybe i don't know if i've seen his name does he won nhc medals with cider i have to yeah. imagine he's probably entering nhc right? no he yeah, okay. absolutely has one okay. medals. i was gonna say because there was one guy and i imagine it's the same dude that last year at nhc they just kept calling his name for ciders <laughs> yeah. like that's that's gonna be me for me this year so you know just be prepared. All right, I got I got one mead that I'm putting in, so just don't knock me out. <laughs> I don't really know. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for good things. I have some fun. Dude, you make too. you make solid meads. So what do you have in? Uh, I'll probably be tossing in this. It'll be a stone fruit to NHC so cherry mead, or not NHC? Okay, me. I, I was like, meant, I thought you meant uh, MHF. I was, uh, That's what like I shipping, heard. Shipping was like last week or something. Okay, yeah, MHF. no, no, no. I don't, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing oh, but we're not doing meads this year in MHF, are we? We are. 
Absolutely. Oh, we are? Okay. Yep. Meads and ciders. So I think, I, I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but uh, so the way the MHF is going to work this year is that uh, beer is going to be a separate competition from mead and cider for the sake of BJCP points and judging and things like that. Two separate competitions. Okay. Um, with regards to club points for the Michigan Beer Cup, both competitions will be told for all clubs and added together and, and all entries will be summed for the beer cup. So if I want to toss in my ciders and a mead and then the beer, what's our entry for this year? Is it three? Three. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I have a mead, two cider, well, mead and two ciders would be it. So a mead cider and maybe a beer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it makes sense, right? So and I know people, um, it, you know, and, I guess we can officially talk about it. Uh, people in the past have been confused because the the main award, which is called the Michigan Beer Cup, the competition is called the Michigan Beer Cup. But what we as Keepers of Craft or KGB or, uh, you know, Pontiac or whoever, what they're going for is Homebrew Club of the Year. Mm -hmm. And the Homebrew Club of the Year is decided by the accumulation of all points between uh, beer, mead, and cider. So um, I know there's been some confusion in the past by some people of, you know, why is mead and cider counted in beer cup? Well, that's not. It's counted towards the homebrew club of the year. And as a homebrew club, you make mead, beer, and cider. So it's cool. Not that we haven't pushed for it in the past. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to know the game. <laughs> and this is a game we're playing. So we'll bring our mead and our beer and our cider and we'll, we'll kick some ass. So. Uh, and then, yeah, Joe talks about game beer. Game beer is a totally different nightmare. I can't wait to see. I'm, I'm really hoping they do something different with it this year. Uh, who, but, who, whose turn is it to come up with it? The uh, you know, they, they, it's funny because Dan texted me last week and was like, who won game beer? Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> like, I, oh, it was Michigan Mead Coalition. It was Michigan Mead Coalition. Yeah. So, so maybe we could expect something to have to use honey. Potentially, I hope so. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Right. yeah, I, I, I have a lot of riddles. I'm sitting on like 200 pounds of honey, so I can I can help out the club. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we're gonna have to go for the clean sweep this year, right? So we're gonna have to take homebrew club of the year again. Dead grass. Dead grass award. Yeah. Yep. Take gang beer. What else? I feel like there's one more. There's the poetry one, but that's more of like an individual. It's like yeah, the name, the name of the beer. <laughs> Smart people who are funnier than I am. Yeah, I suck. I can't name a beer for the life of me. Um, maybe we need uh, we need some best in shows from the club. Uh, so can. so uh, a mead and cider best of show and the beer best of show. Yep. I don't think uh, our club has won any best of shows before. They have not. So that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Speaking of that, I was reading this. I, I maybe I'm misunderstanding, uh, but with Glintcap, they said, um, you know, the best of show. I can't recall how it was judged, but they said that any cider that was um, that took best of show was automatically bumped up to gold, regardless of points. So, did they take? Oh anything that meddled more or less and then moved it up to a best of show 
Because my thought was that they'd only take golds, but they said that like, oh, it'd be bumped up to gold automatically if it wasn't. So I'm like, that's a good question. I don't know how yeah. they do the judging uh, for Glint Cap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that I, I seems like a lot. But... I, I see that. No, it was it wasn't best in show. It was best in class. Best in class. Okay. That's oh, what it was. okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I get it. So, I, I so what I can infer from that is every. Uh, each class, so there'd be traditional cider, modern cider, traditional Perry. Yeah, yeah. So it's whichever one was judged to be the best in that section automatically got a gold. So that just ensures there's a gold in every category. Yeah. Um, you know, so yep. even if, uh, you know, the, the example that would be makes sense. If there were four entries and and all of them scored 37. You know, yeah, and whichever one was best ended over. up getting pushed up. Okay, that makes more sense. All right. I think in my brain I confused best in class with best in show. Yeah. Um, but that's still pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's very sweet. So unlike my beer, apparently, or my cider. Oh, exactly. Mine too. Dry as <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so. I think we'll be back before we'll, we'll be back sometime in June. We'll, we'll, we'll have at least one or two more shows before HomebrewCon. Yeah. Yeah. Before HomebrewCon. Um, maybe, you know, what? If, if anybody's watching this, uh, drop us a note. If you're going to HomebrewCon, uh, maybe the week before HomebrewCon, we can have a show where everybody that we know that's going, will get together and, and bullshit uh, and, and shoot the shit. That would be fun. That would be uh, fun. Yeah. So if you're going, drop us a line, we'll, we'll throw you an invite. If you want to jump on the air, uh, and, and we'll talk about homebrew con. Um, and then, yeah, for, for those of you in Michigan that are listening, hopefully, uh, Michigan state fair, um, registrations open and actually getting ready to close. Oh, no. shit. is it? I believe so. No, I don't think yeah, so. I that. If you have not entered for Michigan state fair, I think it closes in early June or mid June. Confirm it for me. So I'll go in and I'll pay for my entries now. I'll, I'll probably toss my Vienna and a Paleo in. Um, but Shit, what we take about is Michigan Beer Cup. Uh, July 1st. Is it July 1st? I July 1st. Yeah. All right. So you got a month to enter for Michigan Home Recast. If you're on the site, how many entries are there? 105. Max is 200. So 95 right. slots. Half, half full. So if, you, yeah. if you're if you listening to this and you haven't yeah. entered in the state pair yet, go get your entries. Thank you. I haven't done that yet. Can you throw the link in chat? Just in three, case anybody who's in there hasn't. Three, three entry limit, three bottles per entry. I'm putting the link in chat right now. So. All right, cool. Uh, so that's Michigan State Fair. So you've got a month or another 95 entries to go. Uh, or 89 because Brian and Jordan are going to take uh, six of them pretty quick. I forgot about that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, yeah. so did I. I'm just like, I am. Um... And then oh. in three weeks. Uh, I have entries. On or around, I think it's June, later in June, June 24th, Ryan. We're going to open up Michigan Beer Cup registration, I believe, June 24th. Yeah. Um, and that will be uh, a limited to three beers uh, per entry, 300 maximum entries. Uh, and both of those are actually due... Uh, to have your beer delivered or you need to have your beer dropped off by mid-July. I think it's July 17th, 18th, or 19th. If you're a keeper, 
uh, Brian or I, Brian and or I will be the mules for both of those competitions. Well, this is the uh, the State Matt Fair Cullen. Animal Sugar Cup. Mid oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, I apparently. Yeah, never mind. But yeah, I'm so, definitely going to be uh, uh, getting those entries to um, the Michigan State Fair tonight. Yeah. And, yeah. And then keep your eye out, like I said, for Michigan Beer Cup. Will be uh, Registration will be open later in June for that. Perfect. That works for me. Love it. Radio. Okay. Nope. What else do we have? I got a little bit of beer left. Me too. <laughs> I've got another hams. <laughs> I know I'm about to crack a hams too. Hmm. Well, then it's on you, sir. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get a another one right now. All right, go for it. My uh, my little mini fridge that I have in my office. It's not an actual refrigerator. It's uh, it's like something uh, I got as like a prize from work. It's called the Uber Chill XL. And uh, I don't know how it works. It, it produces like cold somehow, but I think it struggles when the ambient temperature is, is more warm. I'm pulling beer out of this fridge right now and it's like, it's... It's okay. The temperature's okay. I I you're I mean you're talking to me. I drink beer warm. So and you know, Brian, it's funny that you said that you had entries because so do I I don't remember doing it. Do you have some too? <laughs> yeah, I got two I got two of them in there. And, Did you pay uh, for them already? Doesn't look like it. Okay. I didn't I had entries in too. I didn't pay for them yet, so I just did that. Um but it looks like I had the foresight to know what the beers I was either had on hand. I don't think I had them both on hand at the time, but I got my lager and my pale ale in there. So I'm being fancy. I'm pouring my, my hams into my burrito tray oh. goblet here. Why'd you get that goblet? Did you, uh, did you get a mug? I did get a mug. I think he might have like three or four left. If you don't do, you, is there a brewery in the area you don't have a mug for? I do not have a, uh, Final Gravity mug. I do not have a Saga Tuck mug if, if they even do it. I do not have a Wax Wings mug. Mm. Uh, I do not have a Latitude mug. So, but I do, I do have One Well, Outre, uh, Distant Whistle, and Presidential. I think those are my four. Support your local breweries. So I actually, it was like one of the first people to have a mug at O'Tray saved. Um, like Ted and I, we talked numbers and colors and all kinds of shit long, long time ago. And then when he finally said, yeah, I'm ready. Come down and get your mug. I was out of town for two weeks. Oh, no. You could have told no. me, man. I would have. No, no, no. I'm, I'm Ted. Ted said he saved it. And oh, okay. I haven't paid for it yet. So I'm. I just uh, I just messaged him to be like, do you still have it? Oh, Shanna said Valhalla too. I forgot about Valhalla. Sorry. Yeah, I have a Valhalla mug too, and Shanna has a Valhalla mug. So, what, what's your mug number at Otray? 
36. Really? So, so somehow, somehow, so I, the story is my very first mug in Kalamazoo was at one well and I randomly got 369. It's not like I picked it. I was in line. I was assigned 369. And, uh, you know, when you hear 369, you, you think like get low, right? Like 369. So, um, so every time I order a beer at one well, you know, somebody starts like humming that song or something. And since then I've been like, okay, I'm not going to remember my mug club number unless it's like some combination of 36 or 69 or something. So presidential mug is, uh, is three, six, nine. Somehow my, uh, Utre mug is 36. Um, because that's all that was left. Uh, in one, like it was one of the eight mugs. I'm like, I have to have it. My, uh, uh, distant whistle mug i think is something close to that i think it it has like i don't know exactly what my number is but i think it has 36 in it um it just it keeps happening so apparently that's like my number now uh, and that's my valhalla mug number two is uh is 36 so yeah, but i, but I, I chose say, that one i thought i thought there was another place i don't think you mentioned valhalla earlier don't so, they have aren't they supposed to have Maybe I shouldn't say there's a, a, a new place. location. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, to be this year. Not sure. I, I don't, I haven't been down there in a while. So Tom, if you listen to this later, uh, I owe you a visit uh, and Hunter and, and all the other uh, Valkyries and good folks down there. But um, I love Valhalla. Absolutely. It, the, the, the vibe, <laughs> you know, that, that's what the young people say, right? The vibe yeah. is super cool. I, I like Valhalla. Um, it's tough to drink a mug club member's worth of mead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. the, the value is totally there. I think like if you go on like mug club night, you can get a like 16 ounce pour of 14% mead for like $4 or something like that. Like, Oh, it's, it's ridiculous, but I'd um, I'd be dead. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's tough. And I, somebody wants to kill me, gift me that. (laughs) They did just order new, new mugs. Uh, We have new mugs down there right now that are a little bit smaller and it makes, makes it a little bit easier. Um, They gave us our old mugs to take home. I have them downstairs. Shane and I both have ours, Uh, but they're, they're mixed drinks. If you're into, uh, Mixed drinks with meads are like like chef's kiss. Like no, I think delicious. they're I think they're really onto something with their mead cocktails. Like that's oh, yeah. that could be a a whole new subsect of Ken Tram uh, has a Facebook group, uh, a mead cocktails Facebook group. Uh, by the way, so if that's something you're into, you should totally join it. Uh, he just created it, I think, within Fuck the last yeah. year or so. Um, yeah, yeah it's I not super active, but pe- people do post on it. No, I definitely see that, like, because, I mean, from what I've had at Valhalla and just reading a few different places, you know, if, like Reddit and whatnot, seeing some recipes online for mead cocktails, it's like, I mean, why why the hell not? I mean, there's plenty of cocktails out there that use, like, like some sort of, like, fruit juice or whatever. You could just replace that with, like, you know, a mead. and oh, Totally. You know, then you got your juice and your alcohol all in one. My my preference for mead tends to uh, linger on the sweeter side of things too, and uh, that really helps with cocktails and mixers and things. Yep. Um, I have a peach mead downstairs that has been sitting on vanilla and uh, more recently Nilla wafers. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to make it like it's peaches. 
I had never used peach hard. before this. And so it's like, it's hard. Yeah. It's an okay mead, but it's not something I would like bottle up and put into a competition as is right now. But I cut it half and half with water the other day and I brought a sample up to Shana and I was like, this is so much better. It's probably like 7% at this point. Like the sweetness is cut. The acidity is still kind of there. And so, uh, um, what, uh, what I wanted to do today, I didn't get around to it. Excuse me. But what I want to do this week is I want to get some like Sprite and some lemonade and some like mellow yellow and just do sort of like a tastings of this mead cut with some like various, you know, pops or, or other mixers. And uh, if something really turns out, I am probably just going to, I have like almost five gallons of this stuff. I'm just going to cut it with, you know, one half of whatever tastes good. And uh, yeah, yeah. And turn it into yeah. a mead slushy. Thank you, mead um, mamas. Yeah. Shana made a comment earlier too. Like maybe we even mix it with some ice cream not and, to... put, and put it in the slushy machine. Not to, not to not to Im, Im, intrude on the mead mamas, but there may be other locations with mead uh, mead and or beer slushies oh, this oh, year. Did we did we spoil something? No, no, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I, and I love this. So Joe Joe Bogan out here throwing some fucking side shade. I uh, love that, keeping us in mind for the twenty three Dead Grass Award. Right. <laughs> keep keeping it close to the vest nice, nice oh, you 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 didn't uh listen in last week uh jason i don't think probably but i think uh it was it was asked what uh if we had if we had a hint as to what our theme was going to be and, and i was i was like shit i don't want to give it away too much but i did make a uh, a hint that vests were going to be involved so <laughs> <laughs> that was my that was my that was my hint so <laughs> yeah <clears throat> whatever whatever theme it is uh, it's the theme of whatever wins dead grass award that's, that's yeah sure yeah <laughs> did you did you did you say my name or did you say jason's name were both of us gone last week we were both gone yeah i i will give some love for pbt though uh they had the best goddamn food last year um and and i'm told i talked to colin i actually sought colin out and i'm told that they're gonna have the same food again this year um <laughs> so i'm super super looking forward to that <laughs> oh time for another hams didn't you just crack one yeah it's hams it's water no yeah, that's fair yeah, I'm excited for a lot of things this year. I think you were you were gone, or no? Do you have wireless uh, things? Did you hear me talking about the? Um... Fuck! I keep thinking MHF. My brain's not working anymore. It's been a long weekend. Uh, I got it up at Michigan State Fair. No, Brian has Brian has his entries. I apparently have my entries already. So, oh, neither nice. one of us have paid. I just did. Oh, you just said perfect, just, perfect, perfect. I got to make some edits on mine before I, before I pay. But I actually, you well, know, I, it's not locked in, so you can pay and still edit later. Oh well, I'm, that, I'm gonna I get it all and, taken care of tonight. Yeah, I bought mine and paid the first day, and I think I just totally made up. I have no idea what entries I put down, 
Yeah. But that's not what I'm submitting. So. <laughs> yeah, is, this be, is this beer only or do they have ciders in this one? I think it's beer only. Okay. That's what I thought. Otherwise, I probably would have put a cider in on there. But yeah. If I remember right, I don't remember ever having anything to do with meads or ciders. No, I was before. just going to say, I, I actually think I went through because I thought I would throw a mead in, but I do, I'm pretty positive that they are beer only. There's that's, no what I, that's what I thought. That's what I, um, I feel, at least I figured. Otherwise, I probably would have put the entry on there. If people do have uh, meads that they want to submit into something fun, um, there's a channel called Man Made Mead that's doing a competition called Mead Stampede right now. Um, it's uh he he's like a home brewer like mead maker focused channel partners up with another channel called doing the most a lot um and i think it is going to be like bjcp focused they are saying because it's like smaller and it's a youtube channel they're they're saying that like they don't really necessarily have like a time limit as far as like their judging goes and stuff like they want to make sure that feedback is the number one focus for the competition. Uh, so if you really want mead judged and given good conscientious, conscientious uh, feedback, <laughs> it's so, too many, too, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it might be worth looking into. How are, how are, have they worked out like how they're making it a competition rather than just a submit for feedback type thing? So is it like score based? Like it's totally they, it's it's BJCP. OK, um, they will have some BJCP judges. Not all of them are BJCP uh, trained. Well, I'm but, just saying like like, uh, like, you know, for getting a medal or something like that. If you want hardware, do you have to score? Because I don't think it's BJCP like set up unless they changed it that if you score above like a 40 or 42 then you get a goal no or... this this is best in in the category top okay. three yeah and so for the mead categories are um like a sweet mead uh semi-sweet mead dry mead so there would have uh, to be a time frame on the actual competition or you can just submit to have feedback i'm not i'm not sure where you're going i'm just saying like it if you're Sorry, I saw Jason's message. Uh, no. If you're if you're doing a um, if you're doing a, a competition and it's like okay, your your top three, you can't really necessarily have it open. Um. Otherwise, you know, when are the people going to get? Well, at some point they got to close uh, it, right? At yeah, point, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, oh, I see. What you're saying. They, they have to have like a you know. Sorry, I didn't, somewhere. I was I was confused as to what you were asking. No, uh, I'm probably not wording properly. <laughs> Entries are open through July 1st. Okay, there you go. Words are hard. Yeah, it looks like there are 136 paid entries right now. Um, so pretty good, honestly. Like, it's not you know Maser Cup or anything like that, but they already have more entries than some of the like sort of larger meet competitions in previous years and i would wager within the next three years like it's probably going to be a pretty big like legit competition like on the scale of like valkyrie's horn or orpheus cup or something like well, that i'm just Mead, I'm so. thinking like all these competitions i think mead in general is going to explode 
I think um, so too. Yeah, it's it's and, and I mean it already is really big. If you guys are not part of the um, the Mead Homebrewing uh, Reddit channel, uh, Discord channel, and there's a lot of words that didn't make sense. R slash Mead has a Discord channel that is very very active. Oh, didn't know that. I'll I'll be in it tonight. Super tomorrow. active. And like, if you read the things that are going on in there, um, it's a lot of a lot of questions and a lot of people talking and, and hypothesizing and things like that. It's it's very much more like homebrewing is very scientific and like recipes. You follow a recipe and like you generally can get like the same beer if you have like if you start with like RO water and follow like a fermentation uh, schedule and stuff like that, you'll, you'll end up with something probably pretty close to somebody else um mead like honey is so varietal and local um and and agricultural it changes all the time you know depending on uh year to year and uh there's so many yeasts that people use and the temperature really makes a lot of difference and people use different uh, uh nutrient schedules and different types of nutrients and they back sweeten differently and they can carbonate and not carbonate mead is very very all over the place like i think it it gets a rap for being maybe like fermented honey but in reality uh there's more types of honey out there that you can use to ferment and back sweeten and flavor with and there are uh specialty grains probably uh, for beer at, the, at um, that point not not to like deter anyone but i mean from my own experience it's also way more of a delicate process it totally is you like, taste all of the off flavors. Yeah, yeah. It's like I mean, it's like brewing a lager with uh, five times the ingredient cost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I would also say like five times the sensitivity. Like you're like because honey is damn near one hundred percent fermentable. Yep. So if your yeast aren't taken care of properly, there's there's gonna be you're you're gonna notice it. You're gonna you're gonna taste it. You're gonna see it uh in in that final product um it's yeah it's not forgiving uh and i would say like you know lagers or you know like ales with some of the modern yeasts and whatnot like um you know could the fake styles like fuck it toss it outside in the summer and you're gonna it's still gonna be beer like whereas with like mead you know you might come out with like something that's more akin to vinegar jet than, fuel yeah, yeah jet fuel um <laughs> right you know it takes a lot to fuck up a beer it doesn't take a whole lot to fuck up a mead but i think the the appeal is that it's very entry level friendly you can just go to costco and buy honey and everybody has water and yeast is available everywhere. yeah totally me too yeah um, I have one or two bottles of my very first mead left, and I think I want to bring them to the June meeting. I keep meaning to bring them to meetings, and I keep forgetting. Um, I think I still have. I've got two, two bottles, uh, like gross style, uh, big gross styles of my uh, first two. I guess Costco mead bases. It's just the base, mm -hmm. uh, and it's still, but. It, it's nice to to kind of get a, a memory of like where you where you came from a little bit. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> I have my first one. If you're gonna bring it, Brian, I can bring my first one. As okay. A, I will. Here's here's what not to do. 
uh, when it comes to brewing mead. I only have <laughs> one 12 ounce bottle. I might be able to dig up a second. I'll have to look hard. Oh, I've got five gallons of this shit. That's oh, years old. oh, that's the stuff you keep having me try. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I've got like a 32 ounce, like a few 32 ounce Grolsch styles. We should have set up a table called the Table of Shame, like in, in June or something. And everybody can bring like their their you know what beers There's, and meads and ciders. That that's actually a good from. theme for it might be for cool. club meetings. Yeah, like it, just it in general, be beers, meads, ciders, whatever. One of the most shame. important things lessons that you need to learn is when to dump some shit out. So, yeah, it's it's tough to to eat that that time and that love and that money, but it is totally. <laughs> like especially need. Yeah. Super hard. Sheep. But that that's what makes mine even worse, is it's not just one meat I fucked up, it's two. It's it's one meat I fucked up, so I brewed another mead and blended them together. <laughs> I saved the first one. Some Frankenstein concoction. <laughs> uh, and then when, when, when mead two didn't fix mead one, I was like, well, why not throw 10 pounds of fucking Balaton cherries on it? Is this like having a kid to try to fix your marriage? Like, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> that might be hitting sore with some some listeners. It, no, it, it, it's like, hey, you you done fucked up and 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 you burned a hundred dollars. So why not throw fifty on top of that? And then, well, now you're out a hundred and fifty. Well, might as well let it ride with another seventy-five. What's that called? That's a. Uh, uh... It's called uh, uh, it's 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 called mistakes. What's what's <laughs> what's the percentage on it, Jason? What's the ABV? Uh, actually, I'd love to bring some over for Brian to put through as easy it in. So the 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 very first mead, the, the way the story goes, the very very first mead I ever brewed, I didn't know what I was doing. My brother got me some a, a great price on mead, and so I I put way too much honey, not enough water, pitched the yeast on it. Um, basically wound up with a 13% mead that was still, you know, 1.1. Yeah. No, it's just super sweet. Oh, okay. Super, super sweet. Um, so then I, I brewed a really, really dry mead. I, I took, you know, and, and, and brewed this like 4% you know, very astringent 1.000 mead. And I mixed them together thinking that I'm going to take this, you know, super sweet 13% mead and this super dry, you know, 4% mead. And I'm going to make a palatable mead. And instead it just, it just tasted weird. Um, and then, yeah, to try to fix it, I, I put it on 10 pounds of Balaton cherries. Some cost sunk costs yeah yeah so i i'll, I'll it's it, and and it's just been in my basement aging patiently so it's about eight years old at this point um mead one is about eight years old uh it's been on fruit now for three years wow it's probably too long yeah probably so it's it's really just been a thing that's been in my basement that I need to dump out, and I haven't that's yet. Your mark of shame. You just yeah. walk by it, and 
And you know, what's, what's funny is I've, I've learned a lot of lessons because, you know, just, just this like last couple of weeks, I feel like I've brewed a couple of beers and I'm like, you know, I wasn't in the right headspace or I, you know, whatever I, I I've dumped, I've, I just like, fuck it, dump them. Like I'm not, it's different, man. I get it. But yet I have this thing in the basement. This is, uh, this like, uh, sloth chained to the fucking (laughs) water pipes in the basement that wants to be let go. Dude, I've got, I've got that. I have, I have bottles of my first infected beer. Oh, really? Yep. You drank one, Brian. Was it the? You thought it was maple. Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. You 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 texted me. Um, it was not it was not anything maple. It was a Belgian triple that got a little uh, you know, infection to it. Little sour, little sour bugs. I was gonna say I gave you two. Yep, I was gonna say I, I would be surprised if you had one or if you if you took them both. But um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find that in the fridge in a sec. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's it's like overcarbed, overconditioned. Uh, doesn't taste right. That's that's my shame. I'll I'll pull one out and I'll drink one every once in a while because once it got infected, I just bottled the whole thing. But I don't think I thought it was bad. No, I've submitted. I submitted it to uh, MHF one year and I got like a twenty nine. That's still in good territory. That's actually the yeah, high end of good. It's it wasn't it wasn't bad. Uh, it's not a terrible beer because I, I think I caught it early on or something was, like. Uh, right, I'm gonna go see if I can track one out. I think I have two random beers in the fridge. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... probably green top. Green That's, top. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> More than likely. I was like but, uh, last year talking to a guy that that won a gold medal at nationals for for an old dipa that he found in the basement and so they, that year i submitted my old dipa to like three different competitions <laughs> yeah 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 that's 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 kind of what it was is like um it was like i i freaked i'm not gonna lie like i freaked to the fuck out with my first i'd been brewing for like six years S- seven years maybe no uh been 10 12 years now so somewhere around there um and i freaked out I was like, I've never had an infection. Like, I don't know how I, I like tracked it down as to where the infection came from. Um, but, uh, you know, it took me a while to figure it out. And like, oh, man, like, you know, what what is this? Why did this happen? Like, I'd never had this happen before. I was just like out of my mind distraught. And I was just like, you know what? It seems like people have this shit happen. Some people say bottle it like, and let it what? go. So I, I did. Have this and shit happen. It's Some uh, people say bottle it and let it go. No, you've got you've got your speakers on, bud. <laughs> I but I like I, I was like I didn't realize it happened in the background. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, I was like I, I hear myself all of a sudden. I did. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, but yeah, no. Um, that's my that's my mark of shame. Like I, I think I still I think I still got maybe a twelve pack left. I did it with my. It was like the second beer I brewed. And I put I put so much like love and and, and effort into this beer, and it was shit. And uh, and it, it never it it never fermented. Like 
<laughs> but I, I still I bottled it and I kept it for like another eight years or whatever. And it was just last year that I finally like dumped it all out. Yep. Or maybe it's silver. Actually, you're right, Jay, or Brian. I see that silver top. I think it was silver. So one looks like it says like Wasol or something like that. No, that's not mine. One and one just says you. No, I I don't think mine would have been. Huh. Would have had caps on it, okay, or Is anything. Mark, <laughs> if anything, it would have been an X and a frowny face. No, did you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, should I? Well, I guess so. I'm sorry if you're listening and you gave me these beers and I was supposed to do something with them. They've been in the back of my fridge for at least two months now, and I don't remember what they are anymore. Part of me wants to think that they're maybe Mike Lightfoot's. And they might be duplicates of things he already gave me, but I don't know. So I'm not sure. So last year for Keeper's Cup, I had made the, the joke that I, I told people to give me an extra beer. And it's like a triangle. And then we wound up. So I did this. So for, for background, Keeper's Cup is a Keeper's competition that we do. Um, and I had I did it over COVID the first year. And so I had to have each of the judges judge separately. So I needed four bottles. Um, so this year I collected the, the four bottles again, and it was supposed to be a bottle for me or whatever. So, uh, because I drove all these beers over to Detroit. Um, but this year, Brian and I actually got like four judges in the same room to judge keepers cup. And, uh, and so I have like my, like, thank you bottle. Plus I have like an extra bottle. Anyway. I have like two bottles of all these beers and they're all numbered. And of course I've taken all identifying marks off of them and I have no idea what the fuck they are anymore. Uh, and I'm sure I could probably log into the competition and try to find the, the, the key, but I have so much mystery beer, Brian, and the fridge downstairs. Oh, yeah. I also figured out what this is. It's, it's not a, it's not a U or an N it's a C. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's a cider. Oh, did it's I give a, you some cider? You might have. It's not super carbonated. I, w- I would call it like, like uh, whatever the step above pet petulant is. Like, uh, well, there's peloton and, and then sparkling. Pel- peloton is that the is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, of? I, th- I think so. It's uh, Jason. I gave you some of that. I gave you a couple bottles of that cider that I sent off to Glenn. Yep. It's really clean. It's not oh. really acidic. It's not really sweet. It's a sort have, of like cider. I have your good cider. I don't know that I have any of this bad mystery infected beer. No, you probably, I don't think you have any of the bad mystery infected shit. You do have some of the bottles of the stuff that took silver. Oh, I, yeah, no, I know. I know I do. I, I, I know I do. And I, I have it in my uh, beer fridge right here. And I've had too much hams too. Open them and enjoy them. I, no, I wasn't saying you should open it now. Just I, It was more or less just my confirmation of being like, I thought I gave that to you, but after coming honest, out of... The majority of my little office beer fridge, Jordan, right now is you. I, oh. <laughs> does, does that look like you, Jordan? Does that look like a you thing? Do you, it do could you be. You know little, what? I may have given little, you a cider. Little tiny baby C's? Yeah, that, that, may have, that may have been me. Does your cider look, uh, does it look like this? You know? Hey. <laughs> yeah. it, come on, come on. Cider? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, like, that's that's really tough. 
Um, it's it's great. It's really good. I, wh- whoever gave this to me, if it's Mike Lightfoot, if it's you, because um, I, I know I, I think I judged all of his beer that he gave me, though, so I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it, it needs more carbonation for me. Don't don't don't. That don't sounds hate. like something I would do. Yeah. Oh, really? You think it's low? Well, I mean, c- considering that I thought mine were mine were uh, pelotent or petulant or whatever. Got it. And on my score sheets, they all said still. Um, <laughs> so I definitely on the lower end of carbs, uh, car- carbonation. And even even this, like my pale ale that I'm looking at, like there's some there's some head to it. But so like, so and, not and a I- lot. I think I've called this out before too. So, so you did that swirly thing and, and, and some head came back up. Right. And even when you're yeah. not uh, swirling it up, there's still like a white foamy outline on the outside. Right. Very, very light. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have that foam kind of uh, sticking to the sides of the glass as you're drinking it down. Right. Yep. That is all good. That, that's all good stuff. That's good sign for head. Um, like a, a, a very nice head retention does not mean that the head is there the entire time you're drinking the beer. If you have like a nice white ring on the outside the entire time you're drinking the beer, that's great head retention still. Um, it, because if you give that a quick swirl, you'll probably get a nice little, you know, quarter inch foamy head and it'll stick around for another like 15, 20 seconds or something. So I feel like... Um, I feel like for our podcast listeners that we should put in this thing like, hey, we're sorry we've gone on two hours and we're not really talking about anything. Um, <laughs> what I mean, I, I feel like at this point in time, if we're 77 episodes in and people are like listening to our podcast. If they're like, still here, no, you got this is what they should expect. They, they should expect. We we had, yeah. I, I don't know if we've called this out before. Um, we had... And and I don't know if this is like one of our friends or if it's like some random person or something like that. But we had somebody that sort of had a name kind of like two hearted, um, like a, like a username. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and uh, and and give us a really nice review. Like that said, like these guys really you know actually know about beer and they talk about you know beer stuff and and the stuff related to homebrew i can't remember the review it made I me remember feel you fuzzy, asked me if that was me i did ask like, it because yeah you usually no. use like two-hearted ish like names as like a as like a username and stuff but um I don't, it was really nice so if you're listening to this right now um even on the live stream or something and you want to leave us a podcast review uh that'd be <laughs> awesome because the higher or the more like reviews we get and we do tend to climb maybe a little bit on the, on the podcast stream and people will actually find us. And the more people that find us, maybe the more people that join the live stream and the more people that join the live stream, the more we can talk to people and the less we have to talk to each other. I was gonna say, that, I think that'd be amazing like because I don't want to talk to either of these guys at one point the tonight, which was great. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't actually mean that. I love you guys, but no, we're, um, we're, we're going to try to do some things with some other creators to, to try to drum up some more business. But again, you're right. Um, we do this show so the three of us can hang out and drink beer. And if you're still here two hours in and you're listening and, and you're having a good time, cool. If you're not, then it's okay. You're after yeah. two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Learn, I hope you learned something either about beer or yourself. <laughs> uh, I, I, maybe i will 
Fucking tuck into one of Jordan's. I don't think it's gonna turn into like one of those four and a half hour streams, but happy Memorial Day. I know. <laughs> I, I just I like these streams. They're they're so not that having people on and talking to people, Joe, you know, this is a point at you. Not that talking to people is like stressful or anything like that, but like I want to make sure that you know people we have on that I don't talk to all the time are like having a good time too, and that that you know, I'm not asking them questions that are going to annoy them and, and we can have a good conversation. And I feel like I've known Jordan and Jason long enough where, where I can kind of bullshit enough and, and it can just kind of be like a, like a, some chatty episodes, you know, and it's, it's not stressful or, or anything. I don't know. Well, I mean, to be honest, that's kind of, that's kind of the, you know, joy of, of drinking and being social, you know, we're just, we're just putting our shit on air. Yeah, that's you know? totally true. That's... Yeah, I mean that that was that was originally the the whole the whole point for yeah. sure. Thanks, Joe. So I, I'm drinking a Jordan Brady Hydromel. Oh, Hydromel! Damn, that's that's old. When the fuck did I give that to you? <laughs> Last year. Yeah, last year. Oh no! Like, <laughs> look, I want to come clean on this right now. You know, as, as much as I I love beer and we have this show and and stuff, I really don't drink a lot. Um, and and as Brian can attest to, uh, I tend to hoard some really fucking good beer, uh, and I just let it. There it is. That's what I've been waiting for all night. Is the sigh of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have literally totes of beer of, of like, and it's not just like, Oh, you know, totes of hams. I have totes of like homes, fucking high end arc light light stuff. Transient. I think probably, I I probably have a tote that I just carried down to the basement that that has like $400, uh, in, in beer in it. And I just, I don't, I, you give this stuff to me and I want to save it and drink it you know, like tonight uh, when I'm on air with you. And so I wind up hoarding all this shit. I've got like a, a whole section of my closet behind me full of, of homebrew, uh, not IPAs. I'm not a total fucking, you know, monster. Um, <laughs> That's safe for commercial beers. Whoa. But no, like uh, like uh, 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 Nate Canos gave me like a six pack of, of meads and, and melomels and stuff mm-hmm. that I've been, it's been in the closet for a year because I'm, I'm waiting for the right show uh, to drink it. You know what? I think, I think you're giving me an idea here, Jason. I think maybe once a year, maybe twice, we should just do a Jason cellar raid show <laughs> and just like randomly like toss rings onto a bottle. Oh my God. That'd be happens. fun. That'd be so cool. I mean, we've done the old beer show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you I mean, get, the you thing get is, is, like, this stuff isn't old. It's just, it's, it's good beer. Like, I, I, I can't tell you like how much Holmes beer I've got just like squirreled away. Um, or maybe we can make a dartboard with all the stuff yeah. that you have and just. I just don't. <clears throat> when I'm not on uh, the show, I really don't. Honestly, if I drink a beer during the week, it's a hams. I'm not. I'm not going in. I've got a bomber in there, Brian's 
national homebrew comp metal. My sour? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I gave you some of that and you still have it. That's the that's the last of that beer that is in existence right now. <clears throat> oh, wow. Okay. It's the uh it's the um American Wild Ale 2, right? There's it's two. two on the bottle. Yeah. On the top. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jason, I'm not I'm I'm not giving you any shit on it because chances are most of the time throughout the week, Monday night is probably the night I'm drinking the most. <laughs> Especially <laughs> like tonight. <laughs> uh, and, and you're all good, man. It's yeah, I mean I don't have time. Um everything in moderation. Yeah. That, is, that, that being said, though, on the random nights where moderation is thrown out the window, uh, I, I will say probably one of my biggest revelations recently is maybe somebody will get, get after me on this, but coconut water before I go to bed. No. What, fucking tell, better than aspirin. Really? Like, just like a what? like a like a tumbler of coconut water. Just chug that. And you know, drink a little bit of water on top of that. Like I feel, I wake up feeling like right as rain. It's Jordan, amazing. You, you actually bring on a great point. Like before we go to MHF this year, I need to pick up a case of coconut water. Yes. That's a thing. This is a thing. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm so I, on that. I had a case and the and I still have a few bottles. I keep. I keep. I usually keep a a bunch of coconut water in my beer fridge. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't realize. So okay. my my wife went through some uh, like cancer treatment and testing where she couldn't have salt or you know salted food. So there was a depreciation or a depletion of electrolytes within her system. Oh. So she was buying coconut water, and I was like, oh, electrolytes is good, you know, like that that helps replenish you know hydrate you whatnot and i was like you know i'm just gonna i had a night where i tied one on didn't really necessarily mean to uh and i was just like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna drink some coconut water see what happens i woke up the next morning and was like man i feel great like and i'm all uh, like i i'm aged i don't <laughs> do well with hangovers so uh yeah now coconut water in the fridge constantly okay. upstairs so monday nights before I'm, i go to bed i'm nice. learning a lot tonight yeah. sam, <laughs> sam apparently agrees uh drinking workouts yeah uh, yeah it's, it's great okay. it tastes like disgusting it's i don't like the flavor whatsoever coconut water is awful uh, i have to well, choke I it enjoy, down but i enjoy it but you're, you're you're right like the electrolytes and it's easily just digestible and absorbable and and uh yep i'm actually Great feeling like maybe we should throw a keg of it on Ooh. oh that's an idea maybe with a little pot pineapple juice in it like maybe yeah if you like pineapple i mean we have the keg of coffee um we we for the last two years we put a keg of cold brew coffee on. That's true. We in, have in the morning. We throw it on at the end of the night on so, Friday, Saturday, Friday so, and so Saturday here's, night. Here's another thing I'm going to reveal. Uh oh. Um, and and maybe maybe to go along with our theme. Spoiler alert. Maybe that keg. Brian, stays shut on your mouth. Day. Maybe that stays on all day. <laughs> oh. Maybe it does. Maybe it does. It doesn't hey. have to be on tap. Maybe it can be a self-serve tap. 
Maybe because it's, it's non-alcoholic and that and that's okay. That's true. Yep. Everybody got a fifteen-gallon keg. No, but I got, dude, I got fucking eight, eight or nine pin locks that I want to fucking <laughs> shotgun. So maybe I'll okay. throw that. Yeah. I have some beer gas I haven't used in like three years, so I can donate that to to be used maybe. Yeah. That's on my list of things to do this month is to take all my um, bottles back and try to exchange. I think I'm, aside from my 20-pound CO2 tank, I think my beer gas and my other four CO2 tanks are all on hydro. And I'm... I'm I'm about to just like see if I can swap out my my beer gas tank, which is a nitro tank, uh, and see if they can just drain it or or whatever, and and just get a pure nitro tank to maybe like serve wine on tap or something. I'm I'm uh, probably never going to serve nitro stout on my keyser again. Not 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 because I don't like it, but I just share beer too much, and uh, it's just not worth me having a beer gas tap um it's kind of it's kind of niche like something like yeah my wife doesn't like it like anytime like she likes stouts she likes sweet stouts like all that but anytime it's she just doesn't like anything that's so my my dream and the reason why i have it is my keyser was always supposed to have a six full of guinness on ah uh, okay. Oh, okay sure like, sure i don't give a fuck about anybody else like <laughs> i was always supposed to have a, a six to guinness on and you know i'm actually i'm 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 friends with multiple people that work with the distributor of guinness in the area and i i had all of the hookups to get like decent prices on six to guinness and i've just never done it my keyser is absolutely fucking empty right now <laughs> As I say, just brew it, man. Do you see the tear coming down like the side of my face right now? But I, I should, I, I would like literally, I would, I would love to go get a six to Guinness and I would still. That's that's the only reason why I have nitro. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to crack open this uh, Wassel. I don't know what that means. Or maybe it's Wasak. Wet sock. Wet ass sock. Is it? Yeah. Does it look? I don't know. Like. Okay. Know. Just drink it. Yeah. It's it's if it's lightfoots, it's probably good. Um, the cider that I just had was excellent. If it was super super bubbly, it would have been. Like super super amazing for me. I undercarved my shit, so it may have been mine. Okay, I, I don't know. No, I mean, I mean, if 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 you're if you're dipping in the Lightfoot shit, I mean, he's he's a good brewer. This smells bready. All right. Oh, I just sent what? you guys a screenshot of my thing. It's it it like fourteen hours. Fourteen hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, for what? How long, got, how For long have show. I been here? Oh my god! Why did a bullshit <laughs> show run even two hours? To be honest, because I miss you guys. I, I, you. I, I didn't been, see either of you last weeks. week. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> Joe had to deal with me all by himself and down. You know what's missing? Like Drew fucking Jacobs. Oh, <laughs> don't all say right. it three times, Sam. I know. 
I'm right? gonna send you the link. I'm, I'm just. I feel like any almost if, if you if you look at the shows that have gone over two hours, I think he's been involved in like seventy five percent of them. More so, than likely. There you go. This is delicious, and I want to know what it is. Um. You're not meant to know what mystery beer is. You're just meant to enjoy. <laughs> so it's it's definitely a uh, a mixed fermentation beer. It's not super sour, but it definitely has some uh, Britannomyces like notes. If, if if Drew could just come it's in, a little fruity, and it's well and and, like play friends in low places and then leave, that would be awesome. Now, now Jason's tossing out requests. <laughs> I'm just fucking, I'm drunk. How's that so, hydromel? I'm sorry, Brian. You were saying? Nah, dude. I'm just, uh, it's Brett. And and I don't know who gave me something with Brett. Um, that's it. That's all. Lots of Brett. Does the writing... Nah, I don't know. If anybody, if if this is your cap, um, it looks like I really enjoy this beer. And I'm, I'm sorry if I was supposed to judge it. Last cap, and it's a silver cap. So right yeah. on. Yeah. What do what do we call our first iteration of the sour beer? I don't think we gave it a name, Brian. From your the, the yeah, three of us with, with with Drew. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think we gave it a name. Oh, I still think I got four bottles. Pull that up and get it going. We do. We need to keg that and bring it to uh to MHF. We do. So Again, for those listening that may not know that are part of MHF, uh, Keepers has three members, uh, myself, Jordan, and Drew Doster, that have a 15-gallon journeyman barrel that's soured that we're going to donate uh, to MHF. And each year it's going to go to a different club so that some of their members can brew a beer, put it in the barrel, and bring it to MHF the next year. Um, I think at one point we were talking about swapping it every six months. I don't know. Maybe maybe the club can brew two beers and swap it through the barrel. Um, I think that would be ideal. Just have them run two, and then they can submit. You know, put them both on tap. The yeah, the, the beer that we have sitting in there right now is over a year old, and it's still like quite good. I think. I last time I tried it was like three months ago, but. Um, I don't kind of got that, a way up from us, didn't it? It did. It really did. We we just lost track. So we'll see. One way or another, we'll empty this keg. Um I still but, I still got a keg of the beer that came out before this batch. The the beer that I won with NHC in um was blended from uh, a gallon of the Flanders that we made in that barrel. That's the Flanders. Yep. That's a, that's what I have. Whatever yeah. Drew had on it MHF last year called Tart to Shark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was too much on its own for me, but blended it really added a nice like I remember that beer. depth yeah. <laughs> to a to a blonde. So uh 
I still have some of some sour sour left. I'm probably just going to dump it instead of bringing it back out, but I mean, mine's probably fucking vinegar at this point, but <laughs> that was a uh, John Hambright's sour beer that uh, he brewed in the barrel that presidential brewing has right now. So That's if you, awesome. you've had any of the, uh, what, what does Jake call his, uh, Oh, the executive orders. If you've had any, uh, exec sour executive orders, they've come out of this, uh, this sour barrel that, uh, that I have a little bit of beer left in. It's good. I kind of want to take some of it and use it as a, a base to make some, some more sour beer, but we'll see. I don't know what kind of bugs might be left in it at this point in time that are actually going to do anything. Well, something will be useful. Maybe. Hopefully. Well, either way, we've got to get that barrel ready for homebrew fest. We'll empty it. Uh, we'll talk to Drew during the June keepers meeting at the very least. Maybe we even, uh, Jordan, bring stuff to empty that barrel to the June Keepers meeting and get there a little early or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that'd be fine. Uh, we'll we'll get into. But he's not going to carry that whole fucking thing over to the Keepers or is the Keepers meeting at his place? It is at his place. place. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. My only issue is, I mean, if you have a extra keg that's I do sourable, then I do. yeah, I'll I'll. I'll I'll um, borrow that I, for. I will hook you up if you want a fucking pinlock. Pinlock. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care because I got okay. I got pinlock uh, connections. Doesn't matter to me. All right, maybe do that then. But yeah, that works because I mean my other um, keg is I mean it's ball lock, but it's from the uh, Trevor's Red Barn Sour oh, years ago. I think it that's still a, has that's, the, that's the, on it. the one beer that like put me down, like laid me low for a day. For <laughs> <laughs> pain. Uh, the acidity in that red barn sour was crazy. Uh, well, I'm good if you guys are good. I'm good. All right. Thank you all for sticking with us for. Uh, uh, you know, 14 hours. hours. And, yeah, yeah, 14, yeah, according to Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll um, be back bullshit next week. We Maybe. will. Maybe, yeah. probably. We'll see. Uh, right. Again, uh, leave us a review on, on, uh, on Apple Podcasts if uh, if you remember and, and, and you think we don't suck. Uh, or follow us on Facebook or like us on YouTube or whatever. But appreciate you guys talking to us tonight and hanging out with us. And there's still five people left in the chat, like as of the live show. And like Jordan was saying, there was like quite a few, like 12 ish, 14 ish. Yeah, for some reason, this was at one point during peak. Best 14 hour show, show ever. ever. Yes, yeah. yes, Travis. Yes. All right. So, cheers, guys. But, uh, yeah, cheers. And uh, we'll catch you guys in a week or two.